There are a lot of things that matter to me. Family, community, culture, and peace of mind. Hi, it's Wilmer Valderrama, and when balancing life, I have to say nothing brings more comfort than having support. And when it comes to ensuring those things that matter to you the most, State Farm offers the support with an agent available in person or on the phone to discuss your coverage options. Support when you need it, however you choose. That's State Farm's way. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Tengo diabetes. Yo, asma. Estamos en riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocócica. 19 años o más con afecciones crónicas como asma, diabetes, EPOC o enfermedad cardíaca o tienes 65 años o más, estás en mayor riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocócica. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico sobre Prevnar 20, una vacuna de Pfizer que puede ayudar a proteger contra la neumonía neumocócica con una sola dosis. Aunque te hayas vacunado previamente con otras vacunas contra la neumonía, Prevnar 20 puede ayudar a proveer protección adicional. Prevnar 20 está aprobada para adultos para ayudar a prevenir infecciones de 20 cepas de la bacteria que causa la neumonía neumocócica. La aprobación continua puede depender de un estudio de apoyo. No uses Prevnar 20 si has tenido una reacción alérgica grave a la vacuna o a sus componentes. Los adultos con sistemas inmunitarios debilitados pueden tener una respuesta reducida a la vacuna. Los efectos secundarios incluyen dolor e hinchazón en el área de la inyección, fatiga, dolor de cabeza, dolor muscular y en las coyunturas. Para obtener la información para la prescripción completa, llama al 1-855-213-2138 o visita Prevnar20 en Español.com. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. What kind of programs does this school have? How are the test scores? How many kids do a classroom? Homes.com knows these are all things you ask when you're home shopping as a parent. That's why each listing on Homes.com includes extensive reports on local schools, including photos, parent reviews, test scores, student-teacher ratio, school rankings, and more. The information is from multiple trusted sources and curated by Homes.com's dedicated in-house research team. It's also you can make the right decision for your family. Homes.com. We've done your homework. Hey, everyone. It's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. Living life as a gringo Where you question where you fit in every time you mingle They say you do this with not enough that My rapping is really bad <laughs> This life as a gringo Yes, hello and welcome to another episode of Life as a Gringo I am Dramos, of course It is Thursday, so it means it's time for our Thursday Trends episode And my guest today helping me break it all down he is a, a popular TikToker who's, who's had a particular video that's been going crazy recently uh, that we'll, we'll get into all of that. But, but first and foremost, Antonio Milian, how you feeling, my bro? Bro, I'm good, man. Thank you so much for inviting me. I really appreciate being a guest on here, man. It's, it's an honor. Of course, man. No, I, I love what you're doing. I've, I've uh, stumbled across your TikTok and I just love a lot of the topics that you're you're covering, especially from the perspective of an Afro Boricua, right? I, I think it's a uh, a lens that unfortunately is not seen a lot, and we'll we'll get into a bit of that with some of these conversations. Um, but but yeah, man, I I love what you're doing. So if it's cool with you, I, I want to talk about a few different trending topics, get your take on it, and we'll, we'll dive into a bunch of stuff. Absolutely, my pleasure. All right, cool, man. So today on the show, we're gonna touch on some stuff so like when it comes to the bs for in our for the people in the back segment we'll uh we'll touch on a celebrity who's been out here wilding i think everybody probably knows who i'm talking about over here um man we'll we'll talk about what's going on in in puerto rico following hurricane fiona which there still are people somehow some way without power so i want to talk about that a bit bring some attention to that uh man tiktok doing what it's gonna do and it is uh 
It is sadly sullying the good name of one of my favorite Latin treats, which is uh, Tres Leches Cake. I've seen some abominations on TikTok as far as new recipes. So I want to talk to you about that. You also have an interesting food video that that's what I was talking about that went viral. So we'll we'll touch on that a bit because I think it pokes, uh, you know, man, it, it showcases, I should say, some glaring holes, unfortunately, within our communities that, that still exist in 2022. And then on on a positive uh, note in our Mijente segment, man, we'll We'll talk about somebody who is finally getting justice uh, after wrongfully being sentenced to prison time. And, and man, he was there for 35 years. So it's an interesting story about how this man was able to get exonerated for a crime he did not commit. Uh, these type of stories scare the hell out of me because, man, you, you just don't know what could could happen at the hands of some of these police. And, and we'll get into that uh, in this particular story. But man, let's just let's just get into the heaviness. Let's get into the BS in a, a segment we call for the people in the back. Say it louder for the people in the back. Now we'll we'll start with this uh, man Kanye. Uh, epic rants that keep on going on and this man is just digging himself a deeper and deeper hole and and recently he has uh gone on on an anti-semitic tweet rant um and the, the one that everybody has been talking about is is him saying quote death con three on jewish people uh this has has led to instagram and twitter locking him out of his accounts and restricting him from from posting now, you had um, someone from our community, John Leguizamo, uh, going on Instagram and, and talking about this. He says, quote, apparently, Ye wasn't getting enough attention. So he fixed that by wearing a White Lives Matter shirt. And then he continues going on to say, uh, quote, just in case people weren't pissed off enough, West then went on an offensive anti-Semitic tweet storm. And what started out as seeming like attention has now gone to like being truly. I mean, I don't know. I mean, if the way I, I can't even say the White Lives Matter thing wasn't. Uh, you know, disgusting because it was, it, it, yeah. it, but it, it was more so him poking the bear. But now it's just like you're getting very specific with very, right. you know, directed hate messages, you know. Um, and and the last thing he I want to touch on that he was talking about was like, man, sullying the name of, of, of George Floyd. You know, he was on uh, the Drink Champs podcast, which the episode has now been taken down. But he made false, uh, you know, comments saying that George Floyd died from fentanyl and not from the the murder of, of police officer Derek Chauvin by putting his knee on his neck. Now this is allegedly going to cost him uh, in the form of a lawsuit that the Floyd family is saying they're going to do $250 million. AOC is tweeting about this and talking about the importance uh, it is to discuss this and to see how harmful and dangerous his words are. Uh, and she says not only to our Jewish brothers, sisters and siblings, but also to the collective society at large. Uh, man, I, I just speed off kind of a, a quick synopsis of what's been going on. I mean, what is kind of your your take? I'm sure you've been seeing all that's been happening with him. Have I? Man, <laughs> I used to be a huge Kanye fan. Yeah, same. Huge Kanye fan. And like, I just, I listen, it's like, it's like a sibling that's like on drugs. Like you, it's hands off. Like you got to right. watch him from afar. Like you've got to ruin your own life. Yeah. I'm not even going to be here when you come back, you know, right. you know? But, you know, Kanye saying White Lives Matter is like saying Kellogg's has cornflakes. That's the point of the company. You know what I mean? <laughs> so it's like it's, it's one of those things where, you know, he's he's stating the obvious. And at the same time, he's saying it in the same vein, in the same vein as a white supremacist would, which is a rebuttal right. to Black Lives Matter. Exactly. Right? So he's not saying like he's not reinventing the wheel. Right. He's just creating a different wheel that serves the same purpose and that's white supremacy in America. Right. He's a sounding board. Him, Candace Owens, a lot of these conservative commentators, I think what they realize is a couple of things that when you try to, when you try, can I curse on here? Yeah. You okay. when, you try, when you try to bullshit liberals, yeah. we catch on. Right. When you try to bullshit conservatives, sometimes they don't get it until right. it's later. Like, so they're out there making money. They're yeah. out there pushing this propaganda and like people aren't getting it that it's they're pushing like this anti-Semitic, anti-black propaganda on mm -hmm. on just people that are already kind of gullible. 
uh, right. What's about it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, why? Well, I think you know, mental health issues aside, right? Because there's no way any of us really know the state of mind that this man might be in, right, or right. might not be in, right. But but right. that aside, I think also more importantly, when you talk about the Candace Owens of the world, um, and and Kanye now, it's like it speaks to the fact that you know the greatest currency in the world is attention, right? And absolutely, and they have discovered, and Candace Owens, you know, discovered this as an attractive young black woman. She gets far more attention being, you know, a, a Republican extremist than she would being a liberal, right? So she's absolutely. catching in on on that. And Kanye as well, you know, him coming from. The, the hip hop community, him being uh, such an important figure historically of the black community. And, and especially when he first came out talking about black topics. I mean, this is the same man that said yeah. George Bush doesn't care about black, care about people, black right? people, right? You know, <laughs> so so for him to make this left turn, he knows it's going to have all of us talking about it. We're going to feel something about it. And on mm-hmm. top of that, he's going to now tap into a whole nother audience that he wasn't, you know, before the Tucker Carlson's of the world and all of the cronies that followed yeah. them are now jumping on the Kanye train to defend him and, and are big fans, you know? Right. And there were some parts of Tucker Carlson's interview, and you know it's really bad when Tucker Carlson won't air it. There right. were parts of <laughs> Tucker Carlson's interview that even he was like, yo, this this brother is wild. Yeah. Yeah, like, it, it's bad when you have to get uh, edited out of a Tucker Carlson interview considering all the nonsense that they put out there. Right. And, and the the last thing I want to want to touch on because I think this is also a part of the conversation and it, it's not as much about Kanye as it is about this like quote unquote battle of for freedom of speech right especially uh, this last presidency with Trump and all this stuff this has been a hot hot uh, topic but you have a lot of people upset let's say at, at Twitter Instagram who are shutting him out of his pages um, J P Morgan the bank said they're no longer doing business with him. What's your take when these companies begin to kind of take a, a stance on this? And many people will say that it's politically driven. But what, what's your kind of take on that? I don't think it's politically driven. I think what he's doing is straight up hate speech. That's mm. my personal opinion. Um, yeah. When you look at history, when you look at a historical perspective, especially when you look at anti-Semitic history, there have been people that have said things like this that have right. acted on it. Yeah. So Kanye West is a billionaire. He has resources. He has capabilities. He knows people. He hangs around um, the CEO of Twitter, or the old mm-hmm. CEO of Twitter. Like He has the capability to act on what he's saying. It's not just a regular person right. making 40, 50K a year. This is a man that's multi-billionaire, has contracts with Gap, has contracts. So I think what these, what these platforms are doing is I think they're being preemptive because they don't know his mental state. They sure. don't know what he's going to say next. And right. another thing is like his bank is like, wait a minute, think about it. You're JP Morgan Chase. This man has yeah. billions of dollars in your bank and he is capable of taking as much money out and doing whatever. Do you really want your hands right in, in the pot of whatever this man is going to do right with the, with the money that he has in your bank account? So they're like, yo, <laughs> we, we clean our hands of this. We don't want nothing to do with this. Yeah. And, I mean, from a business perspective, it makes sense because. At the end of the day, you want to protect your brand. Facebook, um, Twitter, Instagram, they want to protect their brand just like anybody else, just like you would want to protect yours. Yeah, no, 100%. I think that's what people are failing to realize. You know, at the end of the day, sure, you can, quote unquote, say whatever you want to say, but that doesn't mean that you have to have a right to certain platforms, right? Like, that's the thing, you know, and and yes, you can say whatever you want to say, but actions have consequences, right? They 100% you taking- do. Right. So like, you know, yes, yeah, shit, say whatever you want to say, but then don't right. throw your, your arms in the air and act like a victim when right. the consequences of your actions are, are now coming out to play. You know, I think right. that's what so many people are are failing to to see about this. And to your point, this is a person of, of large influence. Right. I mean, it was the same thing with with Donald Trump. And we saw how that played out with January 6th. Right. Yep. A person of influence speaking, you know, out of pocket and saying crazy shit and, and activating you know, their base can be incredibly dangerous, right? That's right. You know, so it, it's the same way, uh, last example, it's the same way that, like, if uh, a celebrity tweets, I'm going to be at this location at this time, like, the police will show up to break it up because of the danger that could possibly happen from right. all of those people gathering in one area right. at a particular right. time, you know, without proper supervision and without the proper, you know, things being taken in place. That's why when you have an event, you have to have a whole strategy before the event yeah. to make you sure shit doesn't get out of hand. Exactly. Right, right, right. right. Yeah. So you are 100% correct, my man. I mean, it's a brand. They're trying to protect themselves just like anybody else. 
Right. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it, it's not worth it for you. And especially in a day and age where, you know, uh, on, on social media and, you know, this whole idea of being a, a morally sound business, even if they're just sort of like, you know, uh, doing it just for show, that is an important part of a, being a brand these days. Right. We've seen that where you you no longer can sort of just play the middle of the field and not talk about things. You know, people want to know that they are are investing their hard earned money into you know, businesses and companies that actually stand for something, you know, and, uh, and and don't go against their own moral values. And I think that's what you're saying with JP Morgan and people like that. It's like they understand so, the the bad publicity, first and foremost, isn't worth having this guy, uh, you know, doing business with them. And another thing, like some of these some of the banks that are that are out here now, they've been around for a long time, like sure. And they've been around like during times when Jews were persecuted and, right. you know, some of them have even maybe had some potential funding in some regimes and organizations in Germany. Right. So they're kind of like, you know, it's not going to be a part two kind of situation. You know what I mean? Right, right. Exactly. <laughs> and it, it just it, on, on every level, it's ridiculous. And right. even re- take the the, you know, the the comments about Jews out of it, like, you can't just blanket statement that like one group of people is controlling an entire industry, like you were saying Absolutely. about the entertainment industry, and like make them a target of everybody's anger, essentially, right? Like right, that, right. that's so reckless and and dangerous, and also it's just based upon so many like stereotypes and tropes that 100%. have led to un, you know horrendous events for people of that community, and that's the right. danger, the danger in it. Now, moving on, uh, you know, beyond Kanye. Uh, Let's go to to Puerto Rico. You know, I know you're Puerto Rican. Um, right. I I am as well. You you know you you see what happened with Hurricane Fiona, and I think that it's it's now a month out, and because we're not being inundated with the coverage of it anymore, it feels like oh everything's probably fine over there now, right? Mm-hmm. But you know, big shout out to uh, Bianca Gralau, who's been just on the front lines of everything Puerto Rico, and. Um, she was was covering a, a a couple different stories that are happening right there. And I'm, I'm going to read a, a Twitter quote from her. And she says, uh, it's been one month since Hurricane Fiona and 33 people have died in Puerto Rico, according to the health department. Some of those are due to indirect causes like lack of electricity. In case it hasn't been said enough before, reliable electricity is a matter of life and death. And this has been a hot topic in Puerto Rico because of the issues with Luma, who is their their uh, electricity provider. Mm-hmm. And the last thing she was uh, touching on was a specific case that that she uh, personally saw. And she says, quote, I was in Ponce last week when the emergency management director got a call that another person died due to lack of electricity. It was a woman with health conditions who was still without power almost four weeks after the hurricane. There are still people in Puerto Rico who don't have electricity. Right. Man, you 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 hear this stuff uh, as, as a fellow Puerto Rican. I mean, what goes through your mind? It's 2022, and yeah. there's and it's 2022. We you are 700 miles away from me, and we mm-hmm. have no problem communicating. Right. This is an island where you can, without traffic, you can go from one end of the island to the other in three hours. Right. And they can't get electricity to people. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm just thinking that there's more going on here. Because I, I read right. the story. And again, I'm not a subject matter expert on Puerto Rico. I've never lived there. I've visited many times. Sure. I'm not a subject matter expert. But when I read these stories from people who are there, like uh, Dean Huertas and uh, yep. Bianca Gralau, when I read these stories from them and I see them reporting on things like mayors turning the power back on and then this power company, Luma, coming after them. Right. Right. It's either you have it or you don't. You know what I mean? Right. right. Like if you have the ability to turn the power on and you could turn the power on, then what is going on? What's going on behind the scenes that's making an electric company come after you? Are they right. gouging prices? What what more is there? And uh, that that's what I think. I still have uncles that live in Puerto Rico. Um, they have electricity. They live in actually Toa Baja, mm-hmm. but um, which was hard hit. But at the same time, like you know, this shouldn't be happening. First of all, this is the richest country in America. Uh, this mm-hmm. is the richest company, country in the world, right? Mm-hmm. We have all this advanced technology and we we low-key, like, you know, we're not giving Puerto Rico independence and we kind of, as a country, pride ourselves in having them as a colony, right? right? But we're not willing to provide the infrastructure for them to live within the, the confines of what it means to live in 2022, basically. Right. Yeah. And you have people, I see these stories, like when, during Hurricane Maria, I saw the story left and right, 
where people, elder, older people, people in their 40s or 50s, they were dependent on CPAP machines when they go to sleep because they have sleep apnea. And right. they were just going to sleep and not waking up because they had no electricity. And yeah. you're hearing the same thing happen now. And it's like, there's such a disconnect between the capabilities that we have and the things that th- this country is not providing to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, hopefully that made sense. Hopefully I didn't ramble on too much, but... <laughs> No, no, I I agree. I think there's no explanation for it, no rational one at least, no. right? And and no. I think it, it it speaks to you know I I think you know uh, man the politics of of poverty, right? Those who are the ones with the, the have nots, you know, right. and, and as well as you know racism as well, historical racism, you know, mm-hmm. um, be, because I can't imagine you know, uh, God forbid, you know, something happened in Beverly Hills and they were without power, like a month going by that they right. were, you know, that would happen. Right. But sadly, in places like Puerto Rico that, you know, they they allow stuff like this to to happen. I mean, I, right. I personally wasn't, you know, in New Orleans, but I've heard horror stories about how they were neglected, you know, for long periods of time because you have, you know, uh, poor black people living in, right. in a lot of those areas that were hit hard, you know, absolutely. So, even so, modern day, even today, like a couple months ago when Florida and Texas shipped all those undocumented migrants to Martha's Vineyard, which is the wealth, one of the wealthiest places in America. Yeah. Look how fast they were able to like be like, oh, this is inconveniencing us. Let's get them out of here. Right. Like, I mean, this is like what, going back to your point, the politics of poverty. When you have the means to get things done, mm-hmm. you're more efficient at getting those things done. And like it's like the government doesn't care at the end of the day. Yes. Um, and it's, it's sad to see in real time. And I, I, I love the fact that we have people that are on the ground level that's like bringing all the bullshit to light because 50, yes. 60 years ago, mm-hmm. it's out of sight, out of mind. If it's not in right. the newspaper, it's not on the radio, we're not seeing it. But we have yes. independent journalists now that are bringing it to the forefront. And it's a beautiful thing to see. It's a horrible thing to witness. Yeah, I, I think that that's perfectly said. And and, and big shout out to, to them who are, are doing the work and you know, keeping the rest of us informed so that we can do our part as well. But let's kind of take a quick break right now. We'll take a pause and then we'll be right back. I love sharing positive tips with my listeners on everything from health challenges to relationship troubles because life happens, baby, but you got this. Hi there, I'm Honey German and I know we can all use some positive energy these days. That's why I make sure to empower my community because a bit of motivation and support can go a long way. And luckily, we have State Farm to support us. Like when you talk to a State Farm agent to choose the coverage you need, and they have the options to protect the things you value most. It's the perfect positive tip you need. State Farm is also a big supporter of the My Cultura Podcast Network, where we as podcast hosts get to share our experiences and stories. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Listen to new episodes of your favorite My Cultura shows wherever you listen to podcasts. Tengo diabetes. Yo, asma. Estamos, Estamos en riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocócica. 19 años o más con afecciones crónicas como asma, diabetes, EPOC o enfermedad cardíaca o tienes 65 años o más, estás en mayor riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocócica. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico sobre Prevnar 20, una vacuna de Pfizer que puede ayudar a proteger contra la neumonía neumocócica con una sola dosis. Aunque te hayas vacunado previamente con otras vacunas contra la neumonía, Prevnar 20 puede ayudar a proveer protección adicional. Prevnar 20 está aprobada para adultos para ayudar a prevenir infecciones de 20 cepas de la bacteria que causa la neumonía neumocócica. La aprobación continua puede depender de un estudio de apoyo. No uses Prevnar 20 si has tenido una reacción alérgica grave a la vacuna o a sus componentes. Los adultos con sistemas inmunitarios debilitados pueden tener una respuesta reducida a la vacuna. Los efectos secundarios incluyen dolor e hinchazón en el área de la inyección, fatiga, dolor de cabeza, dolor muscular y en las coyunturas. Para obtener la información para la prescripción completa, llama al 1-855-213-2138 o visita Prevnar 20 en español.com. Good sleep should come naturally, and with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between award-winning mattress brand Lisa and home design favorite West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is the culmination of these two companies' shared values, premium materials, meticulous craftsmanship, and sustainable practices. Made with natural latex, responsibly sourced natural wool, and environmentally safe foams, the Natural Hybrid elevates your sleep sanctuary. Indulges your senses and supports a greener tomorrow. 
Plus. When you purchase the natural hybrid, you're also helping fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Since 2015, Lisa has donated more than 40,000 mattresses to ensure children and families have a safe place to sleep. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Mom met a lot of your demands over the years. This Mother's Day, get her the Bartesian cocktail maker that makes premium cocktails on demand. In just 30 seconds, have your choice of over 60 premium or seasonal cocktails, all at the touch of a button. Get $50 off on the Bartesian cocktail maker now when you buy one pack of cocktail capsules. So, for all the times you made a mess, get Mom the countertop cocktail system that makes premium cocktails without making any mess at all. For all the times you begged for soda, get her premium cocktail capsules made with real fruit juice and craft bitters. For all the times you demanded tacos for dinner, get her the Bartesian that mixes margaritas in just 30 seconds. Make mom's Mother's Day and all the 364 days that aren't Mother's Day with a Bartesian cocktail maker at $50 off. Visit B-A-R-T-E-S-I-A-N.com backslash mother now to get $50 off the Bartesian premium cocktail maker. Bartesian, premium cocktails on demand. All right, we are back now, you know, switching gears, but keeping it within our, our culture. This is a lot lighter of a topic, but it still pisses me off. Um, so there's uh, there's this TikTok trend going around, right? And it's uh, it's all about tres leches cake, which which by the way for me is my favorite dessert. Right. Uh, anybody not familiar, it's probably one of the most iconic uh, Latin desserts, and uh, it's it's found in most Latin American countries from Nicaragua to Mexico, Puerto Rico, and everywhere in between, right? Now TikTok is is having like these recipes come up uh, to add stuff to it. And and listen, I'm okay with this kind of stuff. I know this is what TikTok does where they just give you random shit that you never asked for, but somehow you end up watching it, you know? <laughs> That's kind of the nature of, of TikTok. Right, right, but right. The one that pisses me off because it's like, man, if you could if you could colonize a dessert, what would be the flavor? And it's fucking pumpkin spice. You know what I mean? Right. Like There is a, a pumpkin spice tres leches trend on TikTok that is going around and I am I am not for this whatsoever. Uh, I, I mean, am I alone on this conversation of uh, you know I'm colonizing a, I'm, our foods? I'm, it's a co- colonizers will colonize my brother, but <laughs> I'm gonna let you know it's delicious. I had I had had no some days ago, man. No, <laughs> really, man. I mean, it's I mean, listen. I felt a little guilty eating it. Right. But my ancestors got my back, so I'm, I'm hoping that I'm hoping they give me a little grace. <laughs> right. I mean, listen, man, I, I'm judging you a little bit, but low key, I'm not gonna lie. There was a couple on this list that they were doing that I was kind of like, okay, I could try this. Like, the, right, right, right. The strawberry crunch tres leches, I was kind of on board with a little bit, and the coffee tres leches, coffee. I'm not gonna lie, I would kind of give that a shot. Right, right. I had the pumpkin spice. I'm, I'm be honest with you, it was, it was good. You know, like like I said, you know, my ancestors forgive me, but <laughs> God bless you, bro. I mean, listen, let's talk about the on the topic of of food because I saw mm-hmm. that you had done recently a TikTok, um, talking about Latin food, right? But uh, the but foods that have uh some sort of historical ancestry in Africa, right? That, that right. came from right. Africa, and this this rubs some people the wrong way. So I mean, let's. Let's talk first and foremost what the video was about and then the reaction. So the the video, I had seen a couple of videos from um, some mutuals of mine, some big name mutuals of mine who yeah. um, were like, you know, hor- horchata, um, things like that come from Africa. 
Right. And I was like, you know what? I want to expound on that a little bit. I want to I want to talk about more things that come from places where people look like me. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to do my research. So I did my research. And these are things that I knew. Not only horchata, um, agua de Jamaica, and like uh, mangu, mofongo, and mm-hmm. not necessarily the foods themselves, but the etymology of the words. Um, okay. Sancocho, things like that. And I just made a video basically stating that, like, these are where these things originated. Right. Meant no disrespect to anyone else. Um, you know, and it it went viral um, very fast. And yeah. it was it was crazy because um, Lizzo liked it. Uh, Bianca Gralao liked it. Um, I, I saw so many blue checks that were liking yeah. that video. And I had to essentially I was getting so many emails from people that hated the video. I had to oh, take my man. email off the Instagram. I had to take my phone number off the Instagram because people were calling me, telling me how much they hated not only the video, but how much they hated me. Like I'm just a dude that lives in South Carolina, <laughs> and I have never done anything to anybody. Like If you see my content, I mind my business. I state history facts, and that right. is it. But what was the, what was like the, you know, without getting into like the gross specifics of it, what was kind of the general consensus of the negative feedback that you were getting? Right. People didn't realize that I'm Puerto Rican and that's, that's been a lifelong thing. You know, unless somebody sees my name, uh, unless I tell somebody people, you know, I'm a black man and people associate blackness with being African-American. And, um, you know, I, I don't have a problem with that. Um, I'm proud of who I am. I just don't feel like I should be, you know, should I wear like a Puerto Rican flag all the time? You know what I mean? Like, you know, whatever. But like people were thinking that I was like an Afrocentrist, which I'm Mm. not, you know, I I think it's important for us to realize how indigenous and African cultures came together to make things that we love today. Um, Like, for example, and the, the main thing that people misunderstood about what I was saying is like, one, they didn't think I was Puerto Rican. Yeah. And I think that became because I used the word cassava and yuca, which they're the same thing. Right. Um, and then I said that um, Africans used bananas as a starch to make pasteles, Puerto Rican pasteles. Yeah. And people thought that I was saying that cassava and yuca, cassava was from Africa, which is not. It's native to um, Central and South America. Right. And then the other thing is people were upset that I mentioned like horchata. Uh, being uh, something that came from North Africa, Mali, and Nigeria, um, when in actuality it does, but in those countries, they use a thing called tiger nut. They don't use rice uh-huh. um, to make it. So I, I think people, people, the people that loved it, like our people, it seemed like they, we, like our people loved it. Dominicans, Puerto Ricans loved it. It seemed yeah. like there was a lot of people that were in Central and South America um, that did not like it. Um, but I, yeah. I think that, um, when you have so many wonderful people, people that are that are doing amazing things on the ground level, like liking and loving your video, telling you how good of a job you you're doing, yeah, um, that drowns out the hate. You know what I mean? Sure. Um, and you know, I'm I'm grateful for all the the awesome people that were liking the video and sending me messages like, "Hey, you are doing amazing work." Um, because at the end of the day, it's not like I'm lying. These this right. is factual information that you could find. You know, yeah. I found it. I'm not different from anyone else that's able to pull up their phone and look, Google something. Right. Um, so, you know, it's people seem like they kind of want to live in, in a way where um, uh, I, I feel like some people were a little racist about it. And I think that comes from the idea that people feel like black people can't do anything. So mm-hmm. if you give black people the homage that they're due for yeah. a specific thing. That triggers that goes against their their mindset that black people can't do anything. So mm. suddenly they, you know, you have challenged their worldview and they get really mad about that. So right, right. Yeah. Well, well, I, I think you know, it opens up the door to a larger conversation. Sadly, that happens, you know, historically has happened in our in our community, and that's the idea of of colorism, right? And, Absolutely. And sort of, you know shunning the African roots and history that that are a huge part of making our community and culture so beautiful. Right. And I think that that sadly, you know, and we've heard this, right, like, you know, uh, right, the the old school thing, like, you know, date, you know, marry somebody light skin. So you have lighter skin babies and all these things. Right. And, And horrendous, you know, horrendous things like that. And 
And that has unfortunately poisoned the minds of many people in our community. Yes. And and listen, it's it's a historical fact. Like the slave trade went through the the Caribbean, you know, Absolutely. went through Latin America. You know what I mean? So like right. African history is very much a part of of our roots as well and should be celebrated. And right. I think what what people might be missing, you know, specifically when they're they're looking maybe at you doing these videos, you know, as a as a black man, it's like You've lived a life, I'm sure, where you saw very few people who look like you, you know, speaking yes. on behalf of the Latin diaspora, right? Speaking yep. to that part of yourself, you know, so like that's why it's so important for you to talk about this history because it's Absolutely. also your history, right? Like Absolutely. the idea, the idea that some people get angry that you're bringing up the African history or or Black history is 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 then ignoring the fact that this is also a part of you you know what i mean and because right. it's a part of you it's a part of us because you're a part of our community right absolutely absolutely and i think that that's what so many people you know need to realize it's not about you know somebody trying to commandeer your culture or uh, or take away the contributions that you've had you know it's the same way right. in in music where it's like okay you know yeah puerto rico is the birthplace of like reggaeton as we know it but its mm -hmm. roots started in panama right absolutely. and and that absolutely. doesn't cheapen Puerto Rico's contribution to reggaeton, you know what I mean? In fact, right. it actually just makes it more beautiful because it actually includes more of the Latin diaspora in the Absolutely. history, right? Well, and the, I think the that's crazy what, thing is, ahead, yeah. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but the crazy no, thing ahead. is I had made a video because there was this guy that was on TikTok that was very Afrocentrist and he was negating the impact of indigenous culture. And mm. I had made a video re rebutting him sure. and talking about the indigenous contributions to Latin America along with the, the contributions that they made towards helping slaves. Mm. And that video went viral too. But it seemed like when I made this video talking about the African contributions to Latin America, this, right. this big thing, that's what everyone, everyone forgot about the old video. They right, were like, wait right. a minute now. Are you, yeah. No, 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 no. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. Well, I think to your point, I, I think you, you kind of surmised it in a, in a great way is that when people get challenged as right. far as, uh, having to rethink what they were taught growing up, many people go into defense mode. And that's what we're seeing as a whole in this country when it comes to many of these radical white people that like are right. refusing to want real history to be taught, refusing to Absolutely. acknowledge the the you know history of, of mistreatment of people of color in this country, Absolutely. you know, the, the very well documented history of right. that. You know, again, when people feel like they're they're what they're taught is being challenged, they begin to feel threatened, unfortunately, many people. And and they act out in ways that you're you're describing, you know, yep. um, mm -hmm. and, and, you know, hopefully conversations like this one, you know, allow people to, to understand kind of where you're coming from and, and also the importance of mm -hmm. talking about history in this way, because it should be a celebration. You know what I mean? Not uh, a, a separation of it's our, not a challenge. It's right. not a challenge. It's an appreciation. Like, you know, yes. we, we are all in this together. And my personal opinion is I feel like we are all that we have. Right. You know, like it's a appreciation and we have to come together and appreciate each other. It's not, you know, it's not you versus me. It's we're yeah. on this together. You know, this is we're living in a rock in the middle yes. of space. <laughs> exactly. You know what I mean? Come on now. Right. <laughs> right. Right. Very, very well said. So. So listen, we've, we've talked about a lot of the nonsense from this last week. I want to now kind of cleanse the palate with some positivity for our Mi Gente segment. Uh, but first, let's take a quick break and then we'll be right back. As an actor, a producer, and a proud Latino father, my days can get very busy, which is why I make sure to dedicate time to what's important, like supporting my community through my work, sharing my Colombian and Venezuelan culture, and being present for my family, which is everything to me. Hey everyone, it's Wilmer Valderrama, and when reflecting on what matters most, I start by giving thanks for good support in my life whenever I need to make the big decisions. How about you? If it's insurance you need, State Farm is there to help you choose the right coverage for you. And State Farm offers great support 24-7. Just call an agent. State Farm is also a big supporter of My Cultura Podcast Network by helping to share our Latinx voices. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Listen to new episodes of your favorite My Cultura shows wherever you get your podcasts. 
Tengo diabetes. Yo, asma. Estamos, Estamos en, en riesgo, riesgo de, de contraer la neumonía neumocócica. 19 años o más con afecciones crónicas como asma, diabetes, EPOC o enfermedad cardíaca o tienes 65 años o más, estás en mayor riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocócica. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico sobre Prevnar 20, una vacuna de Pfizer que puede ayudar a proteger contra la neumonía neumocócica con una sola dosis. Aunque te hayas vacunado previamente con otras vacunas contra la neumonía, Prevnar 20 puede ayudar a proveer protección adicional. Prevnar 20 está aprobada para adultos para ayudar a prevenir infecciones de 20 cepas de la bacteria que causa la neumonía neumocócica. La aprobación continua puede depender de un estudio de apoyo. No uses Prevnar 20 si has tenido una reacción alérgica grave a la vacuna o a sus componentes. Los adultos con sistemas inmunitarios debilitados pueden tener una respuesta reducida a la vacuna. Los efectos secundarios incluyen dolor e hinchazón en el área de la inyección, fatiga, dolor de cabeza, dolor muscular y en las coyunturas. Para obtener la información para la prescripción completa, llama al 1-855-213-2138 o visita prevnar20enespañol.com. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep expert. Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Mother's Day is coming, and mom doesn't want flowers. She wants a cocktail. Here's a hint. Get Mom Bartesian. It's the countertop cocktail maker that creates your choice of over 60 premium cocktails in less than 30 seconds, each at the touch of a button. Flowers die. Happy hour comes back every day. So get Mom the machine that makes amazing cocktails with real fruit juices and craft bitters. Best of all, get $50 off a Bartesian premium cocktail maker with the purchase of one pack of cocktail capsules. So, instead of getting mom a reason to fill a flower vase with water, get mom the easiest, fastest way to fill her glass with the floral notes of gin. The best cocktails are premium cocktails, and the best day to get it for mom is Mother's Day, because you can get $50 off now for a limited time. Visit B-A-R-T-E-S-I-A-N.com backslash mother to get the best premium cocktail maker for mom at the best price for you. Artesian, premium cocktails on demand. All right, so you know we we talked about a lot of a lot of negative uh, stuff from this last week. You know, you have to have those tough conversations. This story is, is one that that really touched my heart because it, it starts as something incredibly negative and probably plays on a lot of fears of people of color. Um, but but at least this man is, is getting justice, and this is the story of a uh, of a man named uh, John. Galvan, and after 35 years in prison, he has proven his innocence. And ironically, it came after watching an episode of the show Mythbusters. Now, um, it, it's crazy to think that that uh, a TV show like that led to this. And I'll, I'll kind of explain the story. So basically, he was he was in prison for a crime that he didn't commit. And uh, an episode of Mythbusters that he watched in 2007 that focused on Hollywood tropes that are scientifically impossible. So. His backstory is that he was charged with arson and murder after a fire took the lives of two brothers in a uh, apartment building. Right. And he claimed that he was coerced through intimidation and torture by uh, Detective Victor 
Swidiski and uh, and was forced to sign a confession admitting that he threw a lit cigarette onto a pool of gasoline in September of 1986. And uh, this is uh, according to Upworthy when he was, and this is when he was 18, which is sad, man, uh, a, a young kid with his whole life ahead of him. And according to, to Upworthy, he was sleeping at his grandmother's house on the night of the fire. Uh, and, and he was only taken to police custody after a woman who was accused of the killings blamed him for the fire in what was believed to be a Latin Kings related act of revenge for the death of uh, the woman's brother. So basically some random woman who was on the hot seat threw him under the bus. And of right. course, um, you know, the, the police uh, uh, believed him. So, so basically after watching this episode that dispelled the rumor that if you throw a cigarette on a gasoline, everything in its path will blow up. He contacted his lawyer and they uh, coordinated his third attempt at a post-conviction petition and uh, this time he had the scientific proof and, and now he's been uh, exonerated. But to me, what's what's scary about this and you hear this all the time, but I never can get over this fear. It's the part about the detective coercing him into a confession uh, through intimidation tactics and torture. And this is something, sadly, we hear all the time. Right. You heard it with the, the story of the kids in, in Central Park who were accused yep. of, of raping that woman mm -hmm. uh, and only to be exonerated. You know, we've we've heard it with uh, man. There, there's one uh, the from the podcast serial. I'm not sure if you followed that one. Uh, I'm not saying. Yeah, he he just got released, and uh, there there there's all kinds of like you know um, allegations that the police were actually coercing the the prime person taking the stand and and kind of leading his story to uh, put Adnana as the as the murderer because they wanted him to to be convicted. And it's just fucking scary. You can't read this and not be scared of something. Right. God right. forbid happening to you. Right. It's it's uh, it's 35. I'm 35 years old. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? And I think about, you know, I have a child. I have a college yeah. degree. Um, you know, I have all these things in my 35 years. This man has been in jail since he's 18 years old. He's 53 yeah. years old. Yeah. 35 years. That's a long time to do a lot right? of things. And he's not going to be able to do that. He's not going to yeah. be able to do 35 years of his life, God, God, Lord willing, he gets another 35 years to make right. up for lost time. But I, I feel like our justice system, first of all, the 80s was a wild time from my <laughs> understanding. Yeah. Police were able to do things in the 80s that they are not able to do today. Like yeah. beat you up, make right. you confess, make you sign paperwork, and yeah. then throw you in jail. And a lot of times, you know, we look at people who have been in jail for so long and they get released and you're like, well, why did you sign the confession? If somebody right. beats your ass long enough, you're going to sign right. anything to get them to stop beating your ass. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I just, I, my heart goes out to people like that, man, because 35 years is, again, a long time to be locked up for something that you did not do. And I really right. hope, you know, I, I hear these stories, especially in the South, because this happens a lot in the South, where yeah. people, especially black men, they go to jail, they stay there for 20, 30 years, and then all of a yep. sudden they're released. But a lot of times they make them sign these things that say they won't sue the state. Right. And I really hope they that this man didn't have to sign anything like that to say that, you know, in, in, as a as a part of your release, you're not going to come after us legally. Because, I mean, I, I think a million dollars per year is well worth 35 yeah. years of your life. That's just me. Yeah. You should never if you go to if you go to jail on some bullshit that you didn't do. Mm -hmm. and you get released 35 years later, you should never have to work again. Yeah, no, well, at the very least, you should never right. have to work again. And and to your point, you know, uh, I, I've never dived that deep into the law, but if that is, you know, legal, that they can make you sign a letter saying you're not going to sue the fucking uh, the, right. the state, like, that shouldn't be allowed. You know what I mean? No. Like, especially because I'm I'm sure it's like during the time period where they're like about to release you and you're probably just like, I want to get the fuck out of here. I've been yep. in here for 35 years. Yep. Like, yeah, I'll sign whatever the hell I have to just let me walk out the door just today. Let you me know go, what I yep. mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that happens, a, I, I, that happens a lot. That happened. They made a big deal about it several years ago in Alabama because mm. it came out. It was like they had this man on so many charges and he had been in jail for like 40 plus years. Mm. And they were like, OK, well. You know, if you if we release you to sign this paperwork that says you won't sue the state of Alabama, and he was like, "I'm not suing it," and they were like, "Well, we're not releasing you." Uh, yeah. <laughs> so I mean, oh my god, it's crazy, man. 
but I, I honestly feel like if you if if the state fucks up that bad, yeah, you should never have to work because it's not like it's not like one person. The state the state has infinite resource. Even if you live yeah. in the poorest state in America, if you live in right. dirt mounds of Mississippi, they have almost infinite resources to get it done right. Right. And the fact that they don't do it right is intentional. Whether it yeah. be a prosecutor trying to get a, a, you know, trying to aim for higher office, so he needs yep. so many convictions. Whether yep. it's they know the person, but he's too much of a good old boy, or it's too expensive to try the person, yep. it's intentional. At some point, you have to get down to like the intentionality of doing your job right. I work in yeah. IT. If I fuck some shit up in IT, that's yeah. my ass. Right. <laughs> you know. Right. Right. Well, and, and also you hear these horror stories of like. Police oftentimes get so fixated on one suspect that it makes them blind to the evidence. Right. And like that's a, a real thing. Anybody who watches true crime shows, you know, knows that like you hear that all the time that police can get so fixated on, on one person. They do whatever they can, uh, be it purposely like this, coercing somebody or even just mentally, you know, rearranging the evidence in their head to make it make sense. You know, absolutely. And it, it it's it's just man it's it's fucking scary but but you know on a on a positive note though god bless this man that at least he has some sort of the rest of his life to enjoy right. you know what i mean like at least he he's not behind bars for you know for the rest of his life for the rest of his life chance you know right. uh and 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 was able to get exonerated but man yeah sad sad story but but uh man big shot to him i'm, I'm sure at this point he's he's just gladly taking grateful to be out and, yeah and, and listen, not man, fun. <laughs> no, get get your money too, man. I I want that man to get every penny that that he absolutely is is you know entitled to. I mean, but uh, but listen, man, I've I've loved getting your your perspective on all of these topics today, man. It's been really fun, uh, uh, you know, having you on the show. Anything you want to push people to? I know you're you're super active on on social media, like I said, TikTok right. and all that kind of stuff. You know, anything just, you want to fill people in on? Yeah, just my TikTok page. Um, you know, that's kind of where I put out most of my content. That's why I have the biggest following. Um, you know, two hundred twenty thousand followers. Um, trying to move that more towards YouTube because you sure. know that's that seems to be the way the money is. Right. <laughs> I hear you. Um, but you know, uh, that's it, man. You know, I, I got a lot of um things planned. Um, you know, I'm trying to make my platform uh something more. I, I kind of want to do like what you're doing, invite people on, subject matter experts on specific topics, like the environment, reggaeton, whatever. Yeah. And, um, you know, I, I want to make, make an inclusive environment for anyone or for most people. If they want to come yeah. on and they want to, you know, uh, speak their mind and things like that, I, I want them to be able to look to me as, as a platform to do so. So um, I'm, I'm in it for the people, man. Uh, and Love it. I'm really just trying to, you know, push my goals and, and get to where I need to be, man. But I really appreciate you having me on your podcast. Man. This is a beautiful experience. I love the backdrop. You <laughs> your thing, you, man. I'm just like, this is amazing. Thank you so much. Thank you, my bro. I appreciate you. And man, uh, you're, you're, uh, you're an inspiration to me as well as somebody who just like uh, finally started investing in TikTok. Uh, it's, uh, <laughs> it's, it's great to see what you could, what you could build on there, man. So, uh, I appreciate you and definitely would, uh, would love to have you on the show again, some point down in the future. Appreciate it, brother. Thank you so much, man. Big shout out to my guest this week, Antonio Milia for hopping on today's show. Make sure you go give him a follow on TikTok and Instagram. And with that said, man, I want to hear from y'all. I want to get your take on one of these topics that we talked about today in our Ask a Gringo segment. Ask a Gringo. Uh, I have a question. All right. So for our Ask a Gringo segment, I asked y'all to weigh in on this whole Kanye thing, but more from the angle of do you agree with platforms, uh, you know, canceling him essentially or suspending him? as well as companies choosing not to do business with him, kind of canceling him as well. And I want to get y'all's take on that. So again, my question was, thoughts on Kanye being blocked from social media or canceled by businesses? I'll read a couple of responses that I got here. Uh, at Marcelo31588 says, if it keeps being supported and given platforms, he'll continue to spew craziness. Yep, yeah, I think that's the the simple and most logical way to to answer that question, right? And I completely agree. I think if you continue to reward people for their stupidity by putting them up on large platforms and giving them viewership and 
essentially free reign to spew their their chaotic nonsense and and harmful uh commentary like he's been doing you know it 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 really just creates a detriment to our society and and the more it goes on and and somebody who has a reach like Kanye West uh you know or like our former president you know who, who we kind of saw an example of this you know them being given the ability to keep spewing nonsense and hate uh, could eventually lead to violence against the people that they're talking out on, right? And, and we've seen it play out in politics. And you would hate to see, you know, people follow Kanye down this dark hole uh, of of creating this hatred for for the Jewish community and potentially acting out against members of that community uh, for for literally no reason whatsoever, right? So yeah, I think. I agree with that. I, you, you can't keep supporting these people with platforms and giving them an opportunity to reach the masses uh, with their their hate speech. It just doesn't make any sense. And you can call it cancel culture. You can say we're being too woke. But at the end of the day, man, like, yeah, freedom of speech, you're allowed to to have your freedom of speech. But that doesn't mean that uh, there aren't consequences and repercussions for it. Now, last one I'll read. I just I love this simple answer. At Eric Herzog says sucks to suck. Yeah, and and I I think Eric is showing uh no empathy here for for Kanye being deplatformed and and companies like J.P. Morgan no longer wanting to do business with him. Yeah, I, I don't I don't feel a shred of empathy if he loses, you know, uh, some of these these high profile projects that he might have or people choose not to work with him as a result of these these comments. You know, again, you have to make the bed that you lie in now. If there is true mental health issues affecting this, I mean, obviously, it, it's the only logical explanation, uh, you know, as to this hard turn that, that Kanye has made in his sort of morality, I guess you could say. You know, yeah, I think there there is a, a bit of empathy that you can have in that department. But until that becomes a fact, until, you know, he acknowledges that himself. I'm not here to to declare that man, you know, clinically insane or or having some sort of bipolar, uh, you know, episode. You know, that that's him having to deal with that and the people around him holding him accountable. Uh, if that is in fact what's going on, all I can do is view what he's doing and putting out there into the world, and it's just not something that needs to continue to go out there. And and somebody like him needs to understand, again, the, the consequences and repercussions for his actions. Now, with that said, man, thank you all so much for chiming in at DJ Dramos on Instagram if you want to be a part of these conversations. And now, man, let's close things out. Let's tie everything up in a neat little bow in a segment we call Conclusion Stew. Time for Conclusion All right, so we we talked about Kanye at man more than I I wanted to. I'll, I'll kind of skip through that. The only thing I'll reiterate is the fact that you know you can say what you want, right? You have that freedom in this country, but there are consequences for the things that you say and do, and you have to be ready to deal with them if you're choosing to man go out on a limb like this, you know, or or live uh you know in this way of of just talking out the side of your mouth with with no regard for anybody else. There are going to be consequences and you have to be prepared to, you know, deal with them. Now, on the topic of, of Puerto Ricans, uh, without power still a month after Hurricane Fiona and, you know, more deaths uh, stacking up as a result, it's it's horrendous. It breaks my heart to hear stories like the one that Bianca uh, Gralau was was covering about people with health issues and and the the deaths that are that are coming as a result of them not having power and not having access to things that they need to survive on a daily basis is absolutely heartbreaking and i i just don't see how in 2022 united states citizens because that's what they are 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 dealing with these kinds of of circumstances and and nobody seems to be batting much of an eye about it at least here in the mainland and it's just disgusting and once again i think is is kind of what i was saying about poverty politics and race politics. You know, if this was a rich, affluent white neighborhood, you bet your ass they would have had power, you know, uh, the next day after this. But because they're poor people of color, it's something we can kind of put on the back burner until it's convenient. And that's the unfortunate history between Puerto Rico and the United States and also people of color and poor people of color, I should say, specifically uh, here in the, in the United States. Now on to 
this pumpkin spice tres leches cake and the other recipes that come along with it. I still think it's blasphemy. I know Antonio said he had this pumpkin spice one and it was delicious. I'm not getting on board with this colonizer, uh, you know, dessert that's happening right now. I want the OG tres leches cake. Uh, and, and, and that's that for me. It's perfect as is. We don't need to touch it with some stupid TikTok trend uh, and some white people throwing the little pumpkin spices on there. I don't I don't want it. Now, last thing I'll say on the, the case of John Galvan, who is the, the man uh, who spent 35 years in prison for a crime that he did not commit and has now been exonerated. You know, man, 35 years too long. I just hope that he has the opportunity to enjoy what's what's left of his life. And hopefully he has many, many years to enjoy his time here on this earth. I can only imagine all that he's gone through. And it's a tragedy. And and sadly, it's like not even a rare tragedy in this country. Again, like when you have, you know, the police more interested in in coming up with convictions rather than actually finding out the truth, uh, you know, or, or, or like Antonio was talking about, you have these prosecutors who go extra hard to make a name for themselves. And and oftentimes, you know, are are doing more than they need to be and and not even men, not even really looking into the, the matters of the case, like in this one right here, you know, it, it, it's just, it's just terrible. And there, there's no other way to put it. Of course, it is a, a person of color. And, and when you are poor and a person of color, again, the, the legal system, man, is a very scary place. And, and it genuinely, you know, sends like fear up my spine when I hear stories like this one, the fact that you could be an innocent person and they could find a way to just put a crime on you and that's it you know your life is is over or at least for 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 john you know he gets to live out the rest of his life but man 35 years behind bars since he was 18 years old he missed out on on a lot of life but but shout out to him and shout out to MythBusters for man the doing doing this thing and actually more so more than MythBusters. shout out to like you know the universe god whatever you believe in for somehow making sure that that john was watching tv that day uh, that he can catch this and and you know start making the case for his freedom, man. Because that is is crazy. Thirty five years for a crime he did not commit. I cannot imagine. Hopefully he gets paid, man. He deserves every penny that that he's potentially going to get, man. And with that said, thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. Again, big shout out to my guest this week, Antonio Milian, for helping me break down some of those headlines. And uh, man, Dramos.com, if you want to pick up some merch, uh, man, leave us a review, you know, five stars, a comment, tell a friend, whatever it may be, help us grow this community that you're all a part of. This is your voice. This is your platform just as much as it is mine. So I appreciate all y'all who have been sharing it and leaving reviews and comments and all that kind of stuff. Uh, check out the Michael Cultura podcast uh, YouTube page if you want to see the video version of the show. We're uh, working on getting those updated in real time. And uh, man, that's it. Hope y'all have a great weekend. Everybody stay safe. And I'll catch y'all on Tuesday with a brand new episode. Peace. Life as a Gringo is a production of iHeart's My Cultura Podcast Network. Tengo diabetes. Yo, asma. Estamos en riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocócica. 19 años o más con afecciones crónicas como asma, diabetes, EPOC o enfermedad cardíaca o tienes 65 años o más, estás en mayor riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocócica. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico sobre Prevnar 20, una vacuna de Pfizer que puede ayudar a proteger contra la neumonía neumocócica con una sola dosis. Aunque te hayas vacunado previamente con otras vacunas contra la neumonía, Prevnar 20 puede ayudar a proveer protección adicional. Prevnar 20 está aprobada para adultos para ayudar a prevenir infecciones de 20 cepas de la bacteria que causa la neumonía neumocócica. La aprobación continua puede depender de un estudio de apoyo. No uses Prevnar 20 si has tenido una reacción alérgica grave a la vacuna o a sus componentes. Los adultos con sistemas inmunitarios debilitados pueden tener una respuesta reducida a la vacuna. Los efectos secundarios incluyen dolor e hinchazón en el área de la inyección, fatiga, dolor de cabeza, dolor muscular y en las coyunturas. Para obtener la información para la prescripción completa, llama al 1-855-213-2138 o visita Prevnar20 en español.com. Professional wrestling, like real life, is full of surprises. Hi, everyone. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. And it's no surprise I can talk wrestling all day, any day. Kind of like how State Farm agents can talk insurance and help you choose the right coverage. When it comes to important insurance decisions, let State Farm support you with the coverage you need backed with 24-7 support. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. 
Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Awards Watch says Liam Neeson is at his best. Don't miss In the Land of Saints and Sinners. Having left his dark past behind, retired hitman Finbar Murphy, played by Neeson, leads a quiet life in a remote coastal Irish town. But when a menacing crew of terrorists arrive, Finbar is drawn into a vicious game of cat and mouse, forcing him to choose between exposing his secret identity or defending his friends and neighbors. In the Land of Saints and Sinners, from Samuel Goldwyn Films and Sony Pictures Home Entertainment. Watch it now on digital. Rated R.